This meeting is being recorded. All right. Welcome into the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. We have reached episode 36, the Jerome Bettis edition. It's August 18th, 2022. We're recording this August 15th, 2022. Grant and Ethan are coming to us live from Grant's uh, residency in his basement. He's got some nice, some nice old folk music, looks like posters behind. We got a little, a little Springsteen. Um, headstone. Alex's dad's band, Bob Dylan on the corner, Santana, Rolling Stones to my left. Eagles. Jimmy Buffett, the Eagles. A lot of classic rock down here. Well, so, yeah, Bob, nice Bob, Bob Dylan, a hometown home from hails from uh, Hibbing, Minnesota. So, got to represent yep. the home state there. So, we've got that. I'm I'm back in Dickinson. It's it is game week for myself. We have our first game on Friday. Go up to Delax. We had a scrimmage over the weekend. It went pretty well. Pretty reasons for some cautious optimism. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but. Well, we might touch on that later in the show, but most of this show, NFL preseason has kicked off. College football seems like it is so close, but it is so far away still. We still got another week before Nebraska and Northwestern fly out to Ireland and play. The Twins suck again. And then we'll finish up with some curveball of the week before, uh, and then I guess we get to send Grant off to be the original Florida man, because he probably is the most, most Florida man of this podcast. Without question. And I'm damn, and I'm damn proud of that. <laughs> but all right. So we'll, we'll start with the preseason, how uh, Cowboys and chiefs played on Saturday chiefs lost to the bears 19 to 14. And then the Cowboys where I guess we'll start. They lost to Denver 17 to seven. I, 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 and, and I know it's preseason, but I don't want to overreact, but Dallas had 17 penalties and 10 of them came on offense defense. It's a little bit because sometimes, you know, good, right? that's, happened. That's, not that's, not that's not terrible for a quarter. You can win games with that. That's like yeah. the longest yard with kick him in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah, basically. And they're, I, I, I just don't have any hope. They have enough talent to win the division. But that's it. They're too undisciplined. They're going to have the same problems they have last year. They'll get, they'll play against a good team. They'll get hit in the mouth. They'll start whining, and then they'll just implode and lose in the wild card divisional round. Well, no, they won't even make the divisional round because they'll lose to the wild card, or they won't even they'll, make the playoffs because their coach is like how, how seventeen penalties. You're either coaching it, allowing it to happen. Hey, who's this? Uh... Who's this Simi Fahoko guy? I mostly I picked him up in my dynasty league one because I had an open roster spot because we got rid of defense. And two, he had a really cool name and it sounded like he had him in a good training camp. Who is this guy? From Dallas? No. Yeah, some wide receiver. He I had no clue. Some second year guy. He's, he's going for the two for the two spot. So we'll see. Well, interesting. He's pumped. Well, and that's the other part with the Cowboys, too, is, is- after C.D. Lamb, if C.D. Lamb gets hurt, they're screwed because they have nobody behind them. That's yeah, Gallup's not back until what, November, no, September? Yeah, Gallup is maybe. In October. And I, the biggest lot, like Cooper, I, I would have liked to have, but 
There's report like reports that he doesn't like playing in the cold. So you're going to go on the road knowing this team in the playoffs, you're going to go on the road in the cold and then you don't show up like whatever. Well, have fun he knows he's playing in Cleveland, he's right? In Cleveland. Cleveland. He knows that. Yeah. You have that wind come and, out the lake. I mean, my God, you've never been in a cold spot like that. You, so, bro, you've been in – time out. Let me go on an Armour Cooper thing here. Oh, yeah, thing here. Good. Bro grew up in Miami, went to Tuscaloosa for college, drafted by Oakland, traded to Dallas. Bro's never lived in the cold weather. He's played, what, three or four games, and they say adapt or die. Well, he's clearly going to die, and he's – you know, an overpaid receiver for $20 million anyway for the Browns. So good luck with that. Um, maybe the Joneses heard that and they just wanted to kind of stick it to him, kind of do like what the Spurs tried to do when they sent Kawhi to Toronto. Uh, but Kawhi got the last laugh there yeah. being finals MVP. But it's like, dude, you've lived in the warm weather your whole life. And with the technology we have these days with the gloves, the long sleeves, the heated sidelines, it's not that bad. You're, you're, he's going to be fine, but that's 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 incredible. Well, and and, and the the Cooper loss kind of hurt, but I think a bigger loss for Dallas is going to be Cedric Wilson because he still would have been their number three receiver, and he was a solid oh, yeah. number three. And why they, did he leave? Or why didn't they try a, to get him back? He was a free agent. It, he 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 he, he, out, he played himself out of a con. He played so well. He yeah, he, he did have a good dollar season. in Miami. So I'm I'm not. When you can't fault the guy for it. Well, yeah, no. and you know, with Dallas, you look at Dak, you look at Zeke, uh, Demarcus Lawrence at the time when you still had Cooper. Um, I don't know what you know, Zach Martin's contract, Tyron Smith is probably still getting paid. There's there's no room, and you know, you have to look in the future and say, well, we'll let Cedric go because Parsons, uh, I don't know how um, Vander Esch his contract situation is. Um, uh, can we say that's an Ezekiel it's, Elliott? It's a one contract? year. Is it, oh yeah, so it's a it's a Zeke cut, yeah. Like like Ethan said, it's the worst contract in yeah. football. And well, and Jerry's convinced that he's going to be the feature back. But I mean, That's he was hurt. Good. He did have a they, they said he had a torn MCL last year that he played on. So maybe if he's healthier, but I don't think you can lean on Zeke like he used to in his first his first two years. I you need a healthy dose. You 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 basically should split the carries 50-50 with Pollard and Zeke. And in short yarded situations, Zeke is useless. Zeke, I don't know the last time it was a fourth, fourth and one, third and one that they they where they call Zeke's number and he actually got it. It is always he's always stuck behind the line. Well, and that just comes down to will, will and want and drive, trying to be a good teammate, and you know, like I said, just trying to win. And, and Zeke doesn't have that. You know, he, he's almost kind of like an NBA player now. He got his bread. He's, he's got his fame and fortune. He's just going to sit on that and, you know, whatever happens, happens. He's just, he's just happy to be there. He's just, a, yeah. He, he doesn't actually, he doesn't want to play football. He just wants to collect the paycheck, look cool, and all the luggage he can buy. That's, you know, wicked expensive that he bought Dak last year on hard knocks and just live the, live the um, rock star lifestyle that comes with being a Dallas Cowboy. Speaking of hard knocks, have you, did you guys get to watch the first episode yet? I have not. No, I did. What you what you think, Dan, Dan? I would love to play for Dan Campbell. Yeah, I, I told that to Ethan. I said I think this year's season, it's going to revolve around you know Dan Campbell's going to be the main character. It's yeah. it's Dan it's Dan Campbell's show, uh, but it's it's going to be good. Um, and I just you like the Lions coaching staff. 
in the players they have because unlike Zeke, these guys want it. They want to be there. Um, they love football and they want what's best for them. They just – they need the talent. They need to stop making mistakes. They're going to beat the Packers. Um, well, if you look at their schedule, their schedule sets up fairly nicely where I wouldn't be surprised if they go 9-8, and 8-9 eight, eight and this year. And, I said and six plus. The, the big difference, the biggest key is if they can keep Jared Goff out of a drop back pass game. Because if they can keep him where he's play action, right, getting out on the edge, run, throwing the ball, that that's where he really shines. And if they're able to do that, because they have a good running back in DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, and then they mm-hmm. have really good receivers. They've got a good tight end in TJ Hawkinson. They've got Penny Sewell, who looks like an absolute beast and ready to just take over this league as the best left tackle in the NFL. Or he's playing right tackle, I think, isn't he? He's playing right tackle. Yeah, because he's still got Taylor Decker at left tackle. Yep. And then um, um, uh, what's his name? Is it Martin? Uh, the center from, from Arkansas. He's oh, orig- he's not Martin. No, uh, he's, origi- uh, he's originally yeah, from, Minis- he's, he's yeah, originally he's from, from Minnesota. Minnesota, played college football at Arkansas. The dude is an absolute yeah. tank. And you had Will- Williams here probably end of September. First yeah, bring, bringing Jamison yep. back. Yep. Who yeah, honestly, exactly. He might be the best freaking receiver in the draft. And then they have I can't. Who, who else are their other receivers? St. Brown was a good Saint player. I uh, can't even think of who else they have. Uh, the guy from Wisconsin, Cephas. 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 Yep. Yeah. So they have a good core, good trio right there. So yeah, and, and and Dan Campbell is a guy who just seems he he's a hard guy to root against. So Frank, I think Frank, making Frank everybody Frank a little bit of a little bit of a Lions fan and excited for, well, this episode will be by the time this episode, so we won't be able to do a preview or a review of the episode, but that is, uh, I, I'm excited. Um, Go ahead. Uh, Frank Ragnow. That's the center. I was yeah, yeah, thinking yep. Ragnow. Yep. Yeah. You know, he's the highest. That is a center, center name. Isn't, isn't it? Um, not only is Frank a center name, Ragnow is a center name. When you put it together, that just has the like I'm the best center in the NFL oh, ring yeah. to it, which you know which he is when, when he's healthy. But so back to Dallas real quick. Can we start a higher Sean Payton hashtag already? Please. Like a bring yes. Sean Payton home um, or Dan Quinn. Anybody that's just not a Mike McCarthy's like, the meme that meme of like where there's a guy like a guy just laying on the ground and the guy holding the stick that says do something. That's what everybody yep. for Mike McCarthy and, and, and I'm sure people can pull up old episodes of me saying that cow, the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Just so everybody knows, that is my alter ego of full-on douchebag cowboy, stereotypical douchebag cowboy fan. That is not my actual thoughts because I would kidding. like to consider my consider myself one of the more logical, reasonable cowboy fans that has understands that they are just not a great franchise or well there's one of you there's one there's one of you out there so that's a small start but so then we'll shift to the uh the game that happened before the cowboys game the bears beat the chiefs grant are you worried now that the uh lowly bears took care of the chiefs is this uh is Uh, this causing cause for concern have you thrown that in the towel yet or is there you you still have a little bit of hope you know, not at all because uh, the players that will not be on the Bears roster are better than the players that will not be on the Chiefs roster. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too upset with that. 
when uh, when QB one goes out there, plays one drive, goes six to seven for sixty yards and throws a tutty, uh, we'll we'll take it. And the best part about that touchdown is this: it wasn't Mahomes rolling out to the right, avoiding a sack, throwing it into the end zone across the field, some laser cannon. You know what it was? It was a red zone screen, the Andy Reid staple, week one of the preseason. We're going to dump it off to the bell dozer. We're going to follow the fullback. Yes, the Chiefs still use the fullback right into the end zone. It, it was just fantastic to, to see us see, see the Chiefs score like that. Not the greatest, you know, not the fastest, greatest show on turf. Or, you know, I'm not comparing them to the Rams, but a little red zone screen, the Andy Reid special, just makes your heart warm. And the defense didn't give up any points in the first half either. Yeah. How uh, did uh, Dunlap play at all, or did they play anybody other – defensive guys um yeah all, all the all the starters at least got a drive um okay it, it was nice chris jones had a sack um Loftus, the first round pick he also had a sack um and then there was a third one i think it was um the young man from florida state who's a second year player he also had a sack so it was nice to see you know the defense, that's and that's what i like most about andy preseason he puts his starters out there even if it's just for a drive Getting you out there, some live ammunition, people falling around on your knees, learning people tackle to the ground. And, you know, they got after the quarterback. So, you know, it's one and a half of football, but offense scored a touchdown and they got a pass rush from new guys. So you love to see it. Do you, uh, do you have any guys on that roster that you're, or positions that you're looking out for as far as uh, depth or some sleeper guys that to look out for as the season uh, gets closer? So I think um, Trent McDuffie, the first round pick, you know, out of Washington, I think there's a chance he might be a day one starter the uh, corner? Out, outside of Legereus Sneed. Yep. Legereus Sneed is one of the better three-year corners in the league, but I think McDuffie, he's had a great camp. He's put clamps down on people. Um, and then also Rashad Fenton, him and McDuffie are going back and forth at other starting corner spot. Um, and then also the receivers. Um, Loki, I think this could be, you know, losing Tyreek is big, but Every day this year so far, one receiver has had a great, great day. Whether it's uh, Valdez Scanling, Hardman came up and he's had a big day. I've heard Sky Moore is getting better and better every day. He's he's hard to cover. Juju's having Juju's having a good day. The depth at receiver, I think, is something this Chiefs team will have throughout the whole year. And then lastly, uh, our linebackers, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. You draft Leo Chanel. You get the two Iowa linebackers, Hitchin and Neiman, out of there. We're younger, we're faster, we're more physical there. So that 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 should help. I think having some legit linebackers in your other corner outside of the Jerry Sneed and then these wide receivers. Okay. And, and, and just so you know, Grant, just because Juju made some good TikToks doesn't mean he's having a good camp. I haven't seen him make any TikToks yet. TikToks oh, okay. yet dog. Okay, also, right. I, don't have the, I don't have the app. I'm the same person who doesn't have the TikTok app but will watch reels on Instagram all day, which are TikToks. Mm-hmm. But since I don't have the app, I'm not a toxic person in society. Oh, there you go. I might download it for you tonight. Bang. So well, if you do that, we'll do it for you. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move over. The Vikings played the Raiders out in Las Vegas yesterday on Sunday. And look, Kirk Cousins, Cousins was out with COVID. And there were a couple other starters they held out, but. Like over 13, up, like every yeah. starter out Yeah, because like Harry didn't play. Running. So it was a good opportunity for some of those rookies that they signed on the defensive end to get some playing time. Looked like they played all right. 
And the Vikings do have a very interesting battle going on for that second quarterback position between Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond looked really good yesterday. I looked fantastic. Uh, looking at the Vikings Twitter, they are ready for Mond to take that next step and get Mannion out of there and be the full-time backup. Ethan, what would you, how, how would you assess the Vikings play yesterday? Um, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by Mond because he looked absolutely deer in the headlights last year, including in camp. He was just terrible. But uh, even Thursday when we were at training camp last Thursday, he looked very much like the better quarterback. Mannion threw a screen at the feet of a guy, went the wrong way on a handoff. Like he just It was not a good day for Mannion. It was pretty bad. Mon made a couple good throws, but really practice was kind of – it was re- day before they flew out, so it wasn't really a whole lot. It was just pads, but no tackling, anything like that. So pretty pretty mellow. Only an hour and a half long. wasn't even very long. But uh, – the game I thought was good. Ty Chandler, remember the name, the running back out of uh, in North Carolina, came five carries, 50 yards, about a 45-yard kick return. I think probably next year he's probably going to be your number two. Madison's probably going to leave here soon. But uh, I'm guessing he's last year of his deal, I think. This is the last year of yeah. his deal, yeah. Well, and, he, also, and Madison's played himself out of out of a contract. Would you you tip your cap to him? Because he's, yeah, a very yeah, good, yeah. he's a very good no, – I don't think he's good enough to be a number one consistently – but he's de- easily a good enough to be Put him a, with a guy that's reliable like number. Asking just flashy. Well, like he would be the perfect complement for Nick Chubb. Yeah. Like let's say De- De- if Dearness De- De- Ernest Johnson, there we go. If he were to leave, if he were to get paid and play out of his contract, and they tell Kareem Hunt to get get out of town, he would be a perfect guy to spell Chubb, um, you know, out of that Browns backfield because they both kind of have that similar skill set. You know, he can't catch the ball. That well, but anybody can catch the ball better than Nick Chubb in this league. Um, <laughs> and Madison, <laughs> Madison played for Stefanski too in Minnesota, so yeah, he already exactly. has yeah, that system down. Right yep. So I, you know, I, I look at a situation like that, or even like this team doesn't need running backs because they find them everywhere. But San Francisco, he would be perfect in in that offense. With He'd be the next Raheem Mostert, but well, uh, so at camp, were there any guys that you saw that? to keep an eye on to look out for and that you guys were impressed by or do you or or did you guys watch any specific positions on the field that some that has um, some question marks nothing really flashed but i can tell you lewis scene is a uh, he's a specimen he is very very large like I, he's a human missile like i'd be terrified seeing him run downhill at me. you know and for me um it's gonna be zadarius and Daniel. Those guys, they looked fresh. They looked healthy. They were they were coming off the ball. Um, and there was a couple of times where Mannion and Mon, some of the passes they threw, would not have been thrown because they were on the ground. Yeah. Um, so that the and it was really the the ones and the twos. Both all the pass rushers for the Vikings had this year, they were getting home, on uh, you know on Thursday. So if they can stay healthy, you know the, the Vikings could have again another top top five sack total defense in this league. And that'll help them win games because if you're getting to the quarterback, especially in passing situations, you can't give up points in the last two minutes of the half. And that's how the Vikings lost so many games last year. So seeing Zedarius and Daniil um, get after it was, was nice to see. Okay. Defense kind of controlled the whole game. I mean, I know they didn't have 
Kirk. Well, yeah, Thursday, Kirk, Kirk was but, out because um, at the time he had an know, illness. They they sent him home because they didn't know what he had, but it's still early on in camp. And remember, defense is always going to be head of head of offense. You know, probably until actually about week four of the the regular season. Um, but um, you know, it's just one of those days. The pass rushers they they just they had it was their day. Yeah, JJ had a couple plays. Thielen had one catch. Mon had a couple good throws, but really defense just kind of. Held them in check pretty good. But again, you know, like I said, it's still early. They've probably only had eight practices and pads. Yeah. Did Irv Smith play? No, he's out till at least the opener, I he's, think. Broken thumb. Okay. Who, who are they looking at for a third receiver this year, the Vikings? Outside of well, they got Jefferson. KJ. Oh, KJ. KJ. Yep. I mean, BC's there, but Amir Smith Marset, I think, seems to be more in the four spot than BC. Okay. BC's coming off that ACL. Well, Smith-Marset uh, looks like – they look like to use him more in the return game as a weapon because he had a yeah, couple of good returns yesterday. Return. Yeah, he had the punt return, I think, first for that. But uh, I think – but yeah, I think I think Amir will be the number four receiver. Yeah. When they want to go an empty set, he'll be um, he'll be the other guy on the outside. Stretch the field. To stretch the field a little bit. But um, it'll be interesting. I think um, Albert, Albert Wilson – he may have something to say about that. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. Spot, yeah. two touchdowns yesterday, and being that he played, you know, for the Chiefs for a couple, a little of years, bit different than anyone else on the team. Yeah, being that you know he played for the Chiefs for a couple of seasons and you know had some success, he might just work his way into that fifth receiver spot, almost like a Chad Beebe type guy. Exactly, and they then also with that. that you have at least another guy inside. Where if you look at your Viking, the, the wide receiver situation, if that's the case. Jack can go inside. Thielen can dominate inside. You have KJ. Uh, if you have Wilson, that's four guys where you can interchange mm-hmm. inside, outside, and get your matchups. And then have even it. ISM out of the slot would be intriguing. He'd run a little he, crossing he route would, with him. He, he would be. Um, but I, I kind of see him more on the outside. He's got to develop his skill set as a route runner. Mm-hmm. But if you get that dude rolling, he is fast. There might not be a receiver faster than him on this team. No. Okay. And then. Kendrick, well, Kendricks was held out. Who, anybody on the defense that really stood out to you guys outside of the Smith and Daniil Hunter? Um, you said uh, Lewis seems a big pick, pick, but I don't know. the defense just—they just had a good day. Yeah, um, no I, think, really stood I think out. Harrison Phillips will be nice in the middle, kind of anchor that defense down because you got him and Dalvin Tomlinson. Those are big, two big dudes in the middle when you're switching to the 34 front. Um, but yeah, just all in all, you know, the defense, they had a good day. And I think Kendricks is going to be an absolute star in this system because he's going to have someone protecting him where he's going to be able to go out and just make plays left and right. Lynch out of Baylor. He's our second year D tackle. He had a good game versus Raiders. So I guess we'll watch that. I think he's probably in the running for, uh, third, probably third D tackle right now, rotation at least. All right. I gotcha. And we'll another stay. question I'm going to ask for the Vikings is this real quick. Who's going to be the corner outside of Pat P? I'm thinking Dantzler's got the spot right now, but who's going to who's going to put the reins on that? You know, for Andrew Booth has had a good camp. Uh, is there a chance the rookie from Clemson can, um, you know, be a starter from day one? So who's going to who's going to win co- corner number two? Okay. Yeah. So who do they who do they play next? When's their next? Uh, Saturday versus Saturday, the Niners. They come the here Niners. for a practice on the 18th. But what's nice is the Niners, they're doing, I think, a couple days in town where the teams are practicing yep. and they're going to get after a little bit. Yeah, so. they have a joint for sure on Thursday. 
You gonna make it out you, there, Ethan? Uh, I know Grant, you'll um, be in Florida. I haven't but... yet. I need to see what time it is. I'm gonna see if Logan can maybe hook me up. But uh-huh. I know they normally do two days of joint practices whenever these teams yeah. play in the town. Well, we and I know these win. coaches like like them because they they talk they refer to them more more beneficial than the than, than the those uh, the yeah. preseason games. So be interested to were, see. Talking to Ricano, I guess we got uh, Shannon as one of his best friends. So, oh, I suppose, yeah. Well, they're all from that same McVeigh coaching exactly. tree. Well, not even McVeigh, go back to Washington, yeah. You know, Shanahan, um, Ky- or uh, no, Mike, O'Connell, Mike. No, no, I don't know if he was there, he was, there, a he, relationship. He was there with Gruden, but he's with that relationship because then McVeigh brought him, uh, you know, over there. So, yeah, they're all those young guys from that Shanahan McVeigh kind of tree you know also that you got Lafleur from too kind of the young guns in in the coaching world now in this league yeah and that's about all the uh the excitement Deshaun Watson didn't look too good he got razzled pretty good by the by the Jaguars fans as uh they chanted you sick fuck and show out Duval County show out and there I guess there was a sign that uh <laughs> that said, that had a sign up from some Jags fan that said, "Deshaun, can I borrow some massage oils?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he's going to be harassed all year on the road, and it's, it's well, gonna be played. It's, sure. it's, the internet's going to be great to see. And that that people. that was his first action, and he did not look well lubricated. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> And, and and we'll end the Deshaun talk there. Who knows what happens? Maybe by the time this episode releases, the NFL will say that he was suspended for a full season, which has been speculated for now. But we'll. But then his we'll, lawyer will appeal, and nothing will happen until. He said he'd accept what a twelve game for like eight, a, like a eight, couple 12, million eight, eight, eight game eight, five million. Eight, 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 five million dollar fine. Yeah, it's like piss off. Buddy. It's like, dude. Talk about fuck you money when you just get signed a $230 million contract and you're letting the world know, yeah, I'm fine with writing a check for $5 million. Not yeah. to mention like, all the girls he's had to settle with of the lawsuits <laughs> exactly. against them too. Exactly. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But we'll move over to twins who just suck. They've lost two out of three from the angels and they were entering a stretch for their next 13 games. Or against under 500 teams, they should. There's still hope for it, but I was saying they need to be go at least 10 and three in this stretch. They're one and two right now. They're two and a half right games now. back from the Guardians. And is it do we do do we hit the panic button yet, or are we still holding out holding out hope here? Uh give it this give it this Royal series. If they lose this series, then yeah, I feel like you can start freaking out because I mean the Royals are decent, but even though it, the Angels are trash, and you blew it again. Uh, Pagan lost another one. Shocking. What a surprise. Um, but it's just they still can't hit with their earners in scoring position. It just, it's, it's been the tail all year. They just can't freaking do it. And some for some reason, I don't know, it's just the weirdest thing. They just can't do it. They, they st- I think they still rely too much on the home run ball. That's what it is. Probably. Yeah. Probably. And you're not going to win many – postseason games by relying on the home run ball you got to be able to advance runners you got to move them along by getting base hits and well, like they, i keep saying buxton needs to go to right field more every time he does it once is like maybe once out of every 30 at bats he gets a homer 
It's like, dude, go with the ball. You quit pulling. His average is just shit. It's like 215 or something. Yeah, yeah like, and, on, and that's the sad part. He could be hitting well into the 260s, 270s. If he would He's just, MVP if he did that. If he would just take it to right field. And it, with how fast he is, if he gets it down the right field line and hits that wall, he's on third. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, he – you can you can score runs off that. It's you don't need to go for the home run ball and you don't need to pull it all the time because bad things bad mm-hmm. things will come from that. Yeah. I'm I'm not overly they're still winning a series. I'm still I'm still sticking to that. So we're 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 gonna be try to be as positive as we can here, but we'll we'll reassess like said, in a week. It's, it's the mirror of positivity. Yeah. The good thing is Cleveland ain't going to run away with the division. They're not good no. enough to run away with it. So I'm not concerned about that. That is one thing that's because this, the, the central is just not a good division. And no, it's just, no, it's, it's not, you know, you're, you're going to be the three seed and you're going to have to go up against one of the horses and it's, it's, it's not going to be pretty. Well, you won't get one of the top two probably. Or you won't, you probably won't get the Yankees. You'll probably get the other one. You'll get the, you still get the Astros. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and the yeah. Yankees aren't playing very well either right now. Yeah, so. they're 2-9 right now. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'd, I, you know, of all the teams, I'd much rather play the Yankees in the – I know the Twins have lost, you know, 13 in a row to the Yankees, it seems like, in the playoffs. But I'd much rather face them than the Astros right now. The Astros scare the living Yeah, the Astros are good. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. But, you yeah. know, if when it comes to this division, if the Twins can't win the Central, we can all agree on this, as long as it's not the White Sox. True. I, I, I mean, any, anyone, anyone but the nasty people from Chicago. How does it work now with the wild card, three wild card teams? Or is it so, still, yeah, it's three. It should be two, I thought. So, so that that oh, wild that wild card round, whoever has the highest seed, all three games are at home. That's about all I. That's about all I understand from it is that all three games are at home. So if the Twins win the division. They'll be that third, third team, and they'll get whoever they play three home games. Yeah. So they okay. won't go to the wild card team. I did that start this year, last year. Um, they, they, the I think they. I feel like they did it. I feel like they did it in. I feel like they tried. They did it in the 2020 COVID year. They experimented with. Okay experimented with it of some sorts i can't i don't remember the exact but so you're telling me we have a chance to win a playoff game without having to face the astros or yankees first true yes i mean hey well, if, if stand, we make the playoffs it's happening stand, like, we're it, gonna break the first stand up minnesota it, let's go and the teams that are in the wild card if they they they're able to come back and take the division crown they'll play either the rays or the mariners who they've had Good yeah. success with. So how crazy is I, this? Baltimore has a half game on us in the freaking wild card. Yeah, they're they two games. Start? Twins are two games out of the wild card right now. I think well, yeah. they had their first. They had their first winning month in what, what was it like? Ten, a decade, like ten, like ten months. Been, like, no, it was more than that. It was it a couple was, years. It was yeah, but just like a winning month it's unbelievable and now they're all of a sudden getting hot and it's like and then they traded us their best guys they're they're yeah. their best pitcher which is just crazy to me yeah and they didn't even get a whole lot no no well, and, and then they it's under team control for two more years and it's only 29 like that's amazing mm-hmm. to me. so 
we'll see what happens. We're getting closer to the season, regular season wrapping. We only got about a month and a half left. Yeah, what about seven weeks? Something I can't like say that. the division's going to come down to – it always comes down to the division, but the Twins have, like, combined 18 games versus the White Sox and the Guardians. So, I mean, that's, that's what it's going to boil that's, down that's, to. That's, yeah. the, that's the race there. We'll, we'll find out if they have hair on their chest or not. But did you guys uh, did you guys do anything over the weekend? I bet on some ponies at Canterbury. Ooh, did you win? Uh, I won three of seven bets. So, I did – I could have I could have cashed out at twenty dollars, but or like sat, gotten some. But I just went all in on the last one, did a trifecta, and I uh, I missed it by a hair. Coming around Ooh. the last turn, I my first two were good, and then my third one fell off. Ah. He was in the third ball. So I I was feeling pretty good. I don't know what the hell I would have won, but uh, it would have been pretty good. Twenty bucks on a trifecta. That'd be that'd be a pretty big win. You know, if yeah. you think about it, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of a fun thing to tell your friends and brag about. Yeah, I don't mind me. I just went to Canterbury and won three races and predicted three horses to be in the top three, and you got it right. That's, yeah, that, that's kind of well. A big I mean, deal it's that's not a pressure a, for anything. If there's if yeah. there's ever a sport, I'm going to bet on it's horse racing because it's you have your favorites. If you want to win, you bet on them every time. It's pretty obvious. Just bet show you're going to win something. You're not going to win much, but you can say you won every time. Didn't, and don't they say Canterbury? Don't they also have like how they they've done in their last yes. ten races? They have their last four on the app. I don't. I'm big now. I downloaded the app. Oh, so, oh, oh, yeah, big time. But no, it literally shows you what their last four races were, their time, how much, like, how far ahead they were from, like, the people behind them, all that stuff. So it is, it does help a lot. So it does help you out. They're totally not. Even tells them. you if it's, like, dirt or track. Like, this one horse hadn't raced since January. Yeah. Uh, but every one of his, his prior four uh, runs were in Arizona on dirt where he was running on turf up here. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a wild card here. You know, he's been training for eight months on turf. Let's try it out. You know, let's see what happens. He yeah. didn't do very well, but it was, that's, <laughs> those are the kind of bets you gotta, you gotta win if you want to make money there. Yeah. If you, you gotta spend money to make money. Yeah, you got kind of got to think it strategically a bit. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll, though. As uh, as football season starts, we'll be giving out our weekly, our weekly picks. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. And uh, Grant, did you do anything exciting over the weekend? Uh, no, no, not really. I just no. kind of hung around, just kind of was a lazier ish weekend. The weather wasn't great outside. It's cloudy. Uh, it's kind of cloudy. So I just kind of, kind of laid low and got ready for, uh, got ready for vacation this week. Gotcha. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, I had a Bismarck, went to Bismarck on Saturday. We had a football scrimmage for varsity. And then uh, after that, went to a – we had our coach's barbecue, so we just kind of hung out, had some phenomenal food. And then yesterday, went and my dad and I, we went out golfing, and I played like shit. Perfect. And then I – what did I do the rest of the day? I watched some film, watched the Vikings game, did laundry. And that was did about – Thursday. Thursday. Or was it Friday? I think it was Friday. No, it was Thursday. Was it? I don't know, man. They all. It was on your birthday, wasn't it? It was Wednesday. You're right. It was Wednesday. God damn it. We suck at this. You guys are lucky you have me. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, that was. I mean, honestly, though, we surprised. No, we are not. No. But, I mean, all in all, you know, we hit it far. We hit it straight sometimes. But if I take out the triple and the double, I shoot a 43. So, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. Actually, no. I shoot like a freaking, I don't even know. I shot a 45. Fuck. Yeah. I look close to a 40. Yeah. 
And then, Grant, Grant's you're off to Florida tomorrow. So outside of going full Florida man walking around naked on the beach, what else do you have planned? Um, so on Thursday, uh, going to Tropicana, going to St. Pete, check out the race. Race, they're playing the Royals. You're definitely going to get. We some want to. We want, so, we want a, when you come back, we want a full review of of the trap. You know, please uh, dedicate food, this game to Steve kill, Irwin and jump in the cavalry tank. I can do the that. Rays. I will, I will fight that Ray, and if I get scared yes. in the chest, it's so be it. it. It was meant to be. So be it. it was well, I guess be. it'll just be two guys talking ball then, if that happens. And <laughs> we you always we, change a name, but you can't change your memories. <laughs> We do expect a uh, a full tour, Grant, or full review of the of the stadium, and yeah, that's so. That's your that's your assignment. I can I can do that. Um, I'm guessing it's not going to be great, but hey, <laughs> for thirty three dollars and to be like three rows up on the foul line, why am I not surprised? I'll take it. That's Dylan's favorite seat. He's licking his chops right now. I'll take it. He's going to Tampa, and then uh, I was just there. A little. A little we're going to go golfing on Wednesday down there. And then uh, um, I think on, on Friday, Caleb and I, I think we're just going to kind of, kind of just a little, a little boys day, a little, little date night action where um, the best thing that we have in these big cities guys is the electric scooters. They're called birds Yep. where you, you download the app on your phone, you put a credit card on file and you pay like 20 cents a mile or 20 cents a minute or some shit like that. That can and, get expensive. Oh, but it's so much fun. It's it's worth every single penny. You just, 20 cents a minute, shit. Um, but, you know, those things are going, you know, 15, 20 miles an hour. You're on the street. When I was in Austin, Texas this last fall, we were driving around everywhere. You're driving around town. They were they were so much fun. So we're going to do that around downtown Tampa, kind of by the river walk there, just, you know, checking out the ocean and then getting some delicious seafood on Friday night um, at a place, you know, on the pier about 20 minutes south of Tampa. And then after that, I think just kind of hanging out, enjoying, enjoying the warm weather, you know, going by the poolside, maybe set, you know, Saturday morning beach session. Um, that bastard, he goes down there and he says, Hey Grant, you know, I got a, got a palm tree in my front yard and there's a couple dead limbs. So I'm thinking I might get you up there in a ladder if you want to cut that down for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Caleb. Smart guy. Uh, but, yeah. But you know what, if you think about it, if the guy's letting you stay at your house for, uh, for free not to pay for a hotel, I'll get up there and cut cut a couple branches down on, on a palm tree for him. So, no, it should be a good time. There you go. Can we take a break for a second? I just saw on the t- NFL Top 100 that uh, Cordero Patterson is 73, so that uh, whole poll is now dead to me. Yeah, he was yeah 73rd best player in the league last year. Of the players. I don't think so. Interesting. Very interesting. They give him more credit than I do. He's actually not a bad player. He's not on terrible. A, no. Not, I don't think he's the 73rd best player in the NFL. But, but you know, th- those – those lists is when it's they need to release that like they always used to release that a lot sooner where it was just that dead period in between the nba finals and training camp where there was nothing to talk about yeah now there's all this stuff to talk about now now it just kind of gets pushed to the side because there's training camps there's preseason games there's hard knocks they need to release that go back to releasing that to that time where there is where now it just kind of gets pushed under the rug and most of it is it's it's just, just clickbait for people to discuss on local talk radio. Well, and like yeah. we said before, it was cool because your point, Dylan, they'd have, you know, 10 episodes every week. They'd have 100 to like 91 and, you know, 90 yeah. to 81. 
No, and they just... actually talked about the guys for a good, you know, five, six minutes and gave them their praise. Now it's like, oh, we're just going to talk about them for two minutes and, and go to the next person. It's like, what the heck? This, I mean, this is stupid. They did put Winfield at 25 or 75. 75. So, I mean, I, I put him a little higher, but he's in there. So I'll take it. Sky you ma, baby. Yes, sir. Roll the boat. And we will, I think probably, what, two weeks? We'll do our college predictions. Sound sure. good? All right. Well, yeah, yeah because, um, you know, the Gophers will kick off, what, two weeks from Thursday? I can go yeah. on my Wisconsin. Yeah, we could. Yeah, well, yeah, because they'll, yeah, because that episode will be released that Thursday where we well, will. Yeah, because uh, the, the season starts September 1st. Yep. So, about three weeks. Yep. 19 days. Uh huh. It, it like like it's I said at the start of the show, it it feels it's so close, but it's so far away because we've got our first still, game on Friday, and then junior high we have our first game Monday, and it's it it's still crazy to think that there's still two weeks before we have week zero, but it's still two weeks before the rest of college football kicks off. I still want to know this: Where's Jerry Kill going to coach this game from? It's not that, is, inside a, that is very Dank true. And when I, sorry, Dank Stadium. Where's he gonna go? Valid point. Because well, I texted this in the group chat, and you got neither of you guys responded. Like, where this this is a great question because for one, I forgot that Jerry Kill was still coaching. And two, he, he did say it after he got after he retired in after after I think they let Clay after they let Clay's go. Yeah, he said he was, and he was he was the Rutgers OC. He yes. said that he was never going to step foot in that stadium again. So I don't know. He's he on the lookout that he might have like a he, uh, he might he might test positive for COVID or something and not be able to coach. Well, and let's True. be let's be honest here. About eighteen months from now, he's unfortunately going to have another health scare. He's going to resign. Some coach is going to hire him as a consultant. Then he's going to go to become a school athletic director. And then he's going to become a head coach at Pot Roast Tech in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> because Please be sheep. Because that's all Jerry Kill does. Yeah. He's going to go from head coach, a consultant, AD, pot, ro- t- pot Roast Tech, head coach. And then before you know it, he's going to be, you know, coaching the women's prison league in Leavenworth. <laughs> he also he also said in an interview that he isn't sure if he's going to shake hands with Fleck after the game. Okay, that's just Bush League right there. Oh. Come on. That's man. that's some not that's like, some petty seriously? high school. That's some petty high school nonsense. Just what why why Fleck had nothing yeah. with it. It's not yeah. not his it's not has nothing Fleck he has not so Fleck's, much petty for that guy. It's, it's not unbelievable. It's not Fleck's fault that his assistant decided to go on the internet and post some post a tweet about supporting his players who were under alleged for assaulting a woman. Yeah. It's not PJ's fault. It's Tracy Clay's being yep. a fool. <laughs> it's just, what yeah. Do don't do? Who knows? You know, and, gophers aren't smart. Gophers aren't smart animals out there, but a lot of rodents aren't. And when, is you, worse than when, most. You, when you look at Jerry Kill, he looks like a gopher, so he's not that smart. This is true. This, <laughs> this is true. Boy, wait, oh, Ethan, Ethan was like the uh, between him and Richard, uh, Jerry Kill and Richard Patino. If you about four or five years ago, if you said a bad word about either of those two, he was ready to crucify you. Now he's, I, I, I still like Richard. I really do. I mean, Jerry's a fuck, but I do still really like Richard. He's a funny, he's a funny dude. He's a funny man. I got to give him that. He's a funny dude. Okay. He just was kind of a very lazy coach. 
He's a very well, lazy. Just, he couldn't recruiter. recruit in-state talent. Yeah, he was lazy. Yeah, especially where Minnesota m- might have like the most talent in this in any com- like pound for pound, probably the most talent in the state in- for basketball. Yeah, and it's not slowing down anytime soon. And I also feel like it's still somewhat slept on. It, like, oh, yeah, it is a thousand percent. High school, talent, high school basketball talent in this state is slept on nationally. The 2026 class in Minnesota is going to be absolutely just insane. These guys are eighth graders. Eighth graders. There's five 2026s that played in the Twin Cities, so like big schools that played varsity okay. last. All right, we're, an- we're we're done talking about eighth grade basketball because hey, I'm just that's saying. too far I'm ahead. I'm I'm and I'm, I'm sure they are, but I I I just that that's too far ahead. They're, they're, this is getting out of control, and we're gonna move, <laughs> we're gonna move over to curveball of the week. So I have it this Which week. Eighth grader, are you picking? <laughs> I don't pick eighth graders. Uh. So curveball of the week. Last week we ended the show by doing starter kits for dad things, and we're gonna just kind of snowball off that a little bit, and we're we're gonna talk about what are you talking about? We're gonna do the mom starter pack. No, okay. No, 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 no. We're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna put you guys on the spot here. I guess myself too. But what is the most dad thing you guys do? Oh, man. The most dad thing that I do? Wow. Hmm. I'm trying to think now. Um, I, I definitely click the tongs and say we're ready when I'm grilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, kind of like what I said last week, I think – um, you know, if you're ever tying something down with a ratchet strap, pulling on it twice, yep, that thing's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's a good one. I definitely say that. Um, I think just I kind of pick up on some of the lingo that my dad um uses when he talks around me, and especially when he's talking, you know, to younger guys, like especially at work, you know, some of my employees, I'm always, hey, buddy, how you doing? Uh, you know, hey, you know, good morning, kind of. Just saying some of the stuff that my dad, my dad would say and some of the bad jokes. Like, I'm like, oh, we're walking in today, boys. You know what we're going to do out here? We're going to beef this thing up a little bit. Build, you know, <laughs> ground beef. <laughs> That's good. Um, good. You know, and then just kind of some <laughs> – Just kind of, you know, some of those random, you know, those random comments like that where it's, um, um, you know, some, some phrases that they, these kids have never heard before where I walk in and I'm just like, Oh boy, howdy. Today's going to be a big one here. Be a big one here today, boys. <laughs> um, kind of the dad isms. I yeah, think I, that, I go you with know, that. that. My dad would say, I mean, a lot of people at work always ask me, how's your morning going? I'm like, well, I'm vertical instead of horizontal. So, I mean, that's always good. <laughs> so that's, that's probably my, my go-to. Another, another one, you know, this is maybe my favorite is, Hey, how we doing boys? LTD baby living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Fair. no, you know how you really dad that one up is you say you're living the dream one nightmare at a time. Where I go, <laughs> you know, living the dream or someone's nightmare. We don't know whose it is, but it's one of them. Well, and this for me, this one is since since I'm the only one here who owns a house, brag. But I I've started. The market is a lot cheaper out there than it is here. <laughs> That's a piss poor excuse. 
But anyways, <laughs> I still. Oh wait, I, I'm still making up money. <laughs> Sorry, I still, forgot about that. I I still own a house. Brag, but <laughs> there's certain things that you know I've 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 your yard I, I pick up on that you know I look at somebody's yard. I just get pissed off when I see it that it's just <laughs> just ridiculous. Like where the grass is like ten feet high, makes uh, makes the rest of my rest of our neighborhood look like shit. Okay, legitimate. Or, like, or if I'm, what would you grade you on? One out of ten. <laughs> oh, right now, it it needs a lot of work. Right now, it needs, so needs some like overseeding. Is it more yellow? Is it just like too shaggy, weedy? What are we looking at? What kind of issues? It's it's a lot of dirt, some weeds, not a lot of grass. I haven't watered it much because there's just not much to water. It's going to be my project for for next year. Work on it more. And it, it it'll come just a lot of overseeding, a lot of watering, but it'll it'll be the nicest yard on the block. Okay. And also on the, record, on the record, folks. And when or like I'll be working on something. I don't know if your your guys' dads do, do this, but like you'll be working on something and you just can't quite get it. And like just the littlest things just get you the most outraged. Hey, next summer, you brought up next summer. Um, is there a chance we can do like a podcast on top of a mountain in Montana when we go? Probably, yeah. There, That's there, there you see, you see people like you see people making reels all the time out in Utah and Montana and Wyoming on their hikes. There's some page I don't follow this, but like I said earlier, I don't have the TikTok app. But you watch on Instagram or Facebook, it's this guy who lives in Utah who takes his golden retriever named Nala. Nala is a cat's name, by the oh way. Oh, my God. Not was, a dog. Not a, not a dog. Not a dog's name. I agree. Name. Grant, but, that's probably the smartest thing you've ever said. The bar is so low. Though. Thank you. And, yes, the, Ethan is right. The bar is pretty low because um, I'm not the smartest person out there, but that's okay. Um, but he, he just takes his dog out for adventures all the time in the mountains in Utah. And absolutely, you could easily do something like this. Oh, yeah. There's a way. We'll get some more mics. We'll 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 make something work. So, with what that, else is gonna jump and give us a live detour, a live live shot of what we're what to like to jump off a mountain? We're gonna paraglide. So, we'll, we'll, hi, I'm Grant Caster, and welcome to Jackass. Yeah, then you paraglide <laughs> off the <damn> mountain. <laughs> oh boy, that's a, that that's a content. That's that's some content right there. So, that's how we'll end the show. We'll talk to you next week. Welcome back. As far away as the regular season is, it is so close. High school games kick off this week in North Dakota, and week zero is next week. Tune in to next week's episode as Beach High School head football coach Mike Zier joins us. This guarantees to be an entertaining conversation as we'll discuss Montana Grizzlies football, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Beach Buccaneers. Check us out on all of our social media platforms where we will be posting other content. Check out the Three Guys Talking Ball Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at 3GTV Podcast, where we will also be posting short clips of the show and other content. You can also check out our Three Guys Talking Ball YouTube page, where we will be posting the full podcast if you want to see the video version. That wraps up this week's episode of the Three Guys Talking Ball Podcast. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week.